Welcome to Study the Word Podcast with your host, Dr. Marty Mento. Together we will discover wisdom that leads to salvation and spiritual growth. Here with today's Bible teaching is your host, Dr. Marty Mento. Well, thank you so much, Randy. And again, welcome to Study the Word Podcast. I hope you have your Bibles with you and you're ready to dive in in our brand new discipleship series entitled Discipleship Steps. We're going to be taking steps to become like Jesus. And uh, again, hopefully you're out there listening. You have received your free booklet, uh, the Discipleship Steps Training Manual, the, the Student's Guide. And uh, inside that training manual, um, is it's filled with Scripture. Matter of fact, there's an answer key in the back, but it's going to go through all that we're going to go through here on the podcast. And if you've not received this um, manual, all you have to do is email me at discipleshipsteps at gmail.com. Send me your name and your physical mailing address, and I will send you out a copy. If you need numerous copies for your family members, friends, whatever the case may be, um, all you have to do is tell me how many you want. And no, you're not going to receive uh, any emails and, uh, you know, asking for money or, you know, anything that we need. This is a ministry. Um, we want to bless people and help them to grow and to become like Jesus. That's what it's all about. And so today uh, we are going to dive into this study together. Last time we got together, I kind of laid the foundation. Um, I gave you an introduction. But what we're going to do is we're going to begin to look at the five key areas that Jesus lived out as an example for all of us. Also, there are five key areas that he taught about as we look through the Bible. And we're using the word STEPS as an acronym. And we're going to start with the letter S. And today we're going to talk about Jesus living his life completely submitted to his heavenly Father. So the S is submitting to God. Matter of fact, submission is the humble obedience to another's will. And the key to this is another's will. As a matter of fact, if you have your Bibles with you and you open them up, turn to the book of Mark. Mark chapter 8, verses 34 and 35. Mark chapter 8, verses 34 and 35. And I want you to see exactly what Jesus says here will help us to better understand this as we study this together. But in chapter 8, verses 34 and 35, listen to the words very carefully of Jesus. Then he called the crowd to him along with his disciples and said, If anyone would come after me, he must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for me and for the gospel will save it. Now, as we look at that, um, obviously Jesus is making it very clear here that if you are going to be a follower of his, a disciple, a pupil, a student, then you're going to have to submit in obedience to his will. It's going to have to be about what he wants and what he desires and longs for you as the disciple. And so again, when we look at this issue of submission, it is something by far that goes completely against the human nature. We don't want to submit to anyone or anything. As a matter of fact, prior to becoming a Christian, um, we absolutely positively refused to do that. 
uh, in our mind, in our heart, we are the most important thing. And so, you know, we're not going to bow to anyone else. We're, we're not going to submit to anyone in anything. Uh, we're in charge. Uh, we're the king. We're the queen. Uh, we're the one who, who determines what we want to do and when we want to do it and how we want to do it. And the list goes on. But that's where, um, when we become a Christian, the change took place. The Bible says that if we are in Christ, we are a new creature. Old things have passed, and behold, all things have become new. And those new things are from God. It's 2 Corinthians chapter 5, 17 and 18. Well, what has changed is once we truly have been born from above, we have been converted, we are truly saved, we have the Holy Spirit of God within us. And this work that is being done by the Holy Spirit of God is of the utmost importance because it is God actually in us that is doing a work that only God could do in and through us. Because if it wasn't for the Holy Spirit, um, we wouldn't submit to God at all. Uh, we would be incapable of doing so. But when we have the Holy Spirit of God within us, there should be a desire, a longing, but also the ability to submit to Jesus' will, to submit to the Father's will, what God wants from us. And we should do it in humble obedience. We should be able to, to follow him. And now, please don't get me wrong. There will be times it will be a great challenge. And the reason is that Paul tells us in the book of Galatians chapter 5 that the flesh, this tent that we're in, uh, that is fallen, it is to be reckoned dead. It is to be considered dead. But unfortunately, but true, that old man, the old me and you, want to ra- it wants to raise its ugly head. But we now have the Spirit of God within us. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit, as the Scripture tells us. But the problem is the two are at odds, and they will continually be at odds all the days of the rest of our life until we get into the kingdom of heaven. The reason is so that we don't do what we want to do. And see, that's why we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit uh, all the time, not just some of the time, but each and every moment of the day. We need to be filled with the Holy Spirit so we can walk by the Spirit and not fulfill the desires of the lust of the flesh. And so when we look at this, this becomes very, very important to us because it tells us in the book of Philippians chapter 2, verse 13, one of my favorite passages. And again, it's a passage, if you understand what's happening in this passage, Paul is dealing with the, the issue of obedience when Paul is not there and following the ways of the Lord. But Paul says this, listen to very carefully, this is important. For it is God who works in you to will and to work according to his good pleasure. It's a God thing. And again, if we truly uh, when it comes to submitting to God, we have to humble ourselves in obedience to His will. And that's why Jesus is telling His followers, listen, if, if you really want to follow me, you want to be my disciple, then you're going to have to first and foremost, excuse me, you're going to have to deny yourself. Well, that brings us to number one in our booklet. It is about denying yourself and completely surrendering to God's will for your life. It's not about 
your own will. It's about God's will. And what we do is we turn over to the book of Luke, Luke chapter 14. In Luke chapter 14, verses 25 through 33, we see the similar verbiage that was used in the book of Mark chapter 8, but it goes a little bit further. And actually, there's many verses here, but as, as you read this, listen very carefully. Now, great multitudes were going along with him, and he turned and said to them, If anyone comes to me and does not hate his own father and mother and wife and children and brothers and sisters, yes, and even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not carry his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. For which one of you, when he wants to build a tower, does not first sit down and calculate the cost to see if he has enough to complete it? Otherwise, when he has laid a foundation and is not able to finish, all who observe it begin to ridicule him, saying, This man began to build and was not able to finish. Or what king, when he sets out to meet another king in battle, will not first sit down and take counsel whether he is strong enough with 10,000 men to encounter the one coming against him with 20,000? Or else, while the other is still far away, he sends a delegation and asks terms of peace. So therefore, none of you can be my disciple who does not give up all his own possessions. Therefore, salt is good, but even salt has become tasteless with what it has been seasoned. It is useless either for the soil or for the manure pile if it is thrown out. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. So a lot of Scripture here, and I'm not going to take the time to break this all down, but you see once again this passage along with Mark chapter 8, true biblical submission is not only humble obedience to another's will, but it's about denying yourself. It's about completely surrendering to God's will for your life. A lot of people believe that you can just come to Jesus and there's no real stipulations. As a matter of fact, these two passages I just read to you that are very similar, there's large crowds following Jesus. And basically, this is kind of what we would call the small print that no one likes to read. But Jesus, you know, he makes it clear to them. So you want to be a disciple of mine. Before you decide to be a disciple of mine, here's what it's going to cost you. And he makes it clear that, that it is a denying of yourself. It's a complete surrender of yourself. It's no longer about you. It is about Christ. It is about his kingdom. It's about what he wants. And so when we think about that, we come to realize, and this is point number two, underneath step number one, to deny oneself is to abandon one's own will, ambitions, and desires for one's life to God's plan for your life. Again, you're abandoning your own will. You're abandoning your own ambitions, your desires, the dreams, everything, the goals that you had for your own life. You are totally surrendering to God's will for your life. You're telling God, it's not about me. It is about you. What do you want? 
So again, submission is that humble obedience to his will. That's why so often in the Bible we see the term used slave or the bond slave or servant of Jesus Christ. That's what we are when we truly become saved. It's not about us. Now, we'll talk about this passage a little bit later, but in Matthew chapter 6, verse 10, when Jesus teaches his disciples how to pray, he tells them in this prayer uh, to pray this way or in this way. He says, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And again, we'll talk about that a little bit later more in depth, but again, this is just a gives us a picture, paints a, a wonderful picture, but yet a very powerful picture of what God expects from us. We should want God's will in our life on earth as it would be in heaven. It's not about us. And again, um, there's the challenge that takes place for many of people because it's not about us. It's not about what we want. It's not about what makes us happy. It's not about fulfilling our dreams or fulfilling our bucket list in life. It is about what God wants for us. And, and that's why submission, really, as a Christian, has to be priority number one. Matter of fact, number three out of step one, submission was Jesus' priority in order to please his Father's will. Once again, submission was Jesus' priority in order to please his Father's will. Now, if we go in the Scriptures to John chapter 4, and in John chapter 4, if you look with me at verse 34, listen to these words that Jesus says. Jesus said to them, My food is to do the will of him who sent me and to accomplish his work. I'll repeat that again. My food is to do the will of him who sent me and to accomplish his work. So once again, the priority of Jesus was not doing what he wanted to do, but fulfilling what the Father wanted for him. When we look at this, I mean, once again, Jesus is the perfect example. He's the prime example. But we as Christians, we are to be disciples, pupils, students of Jesus the Christ. We are to become like him. So if he lived this out in his life, he expects us to live it out in our life. And this is really important. I I cannot stress this to anyone who's listening to this podcast. As you've learned so far... True biblical Christianity comes down to this. It's not about you and I. It is all about King Jesus. It is all about the Christ, the Son of the living God, who is our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. It's what he wants from us. And so we should, once again, as a priority, we should desire to submit and please him just as he did the same to please his father. Now, the bottom line is just simply this. Once again, submission, number four, underneath step one, submission is all about obeying God, obedience. That's what it's about. You want to be a Christian, 
a child of God you say you are, it is first and foremost about being obedient to God and what God wants. It requires understanding of who we are and who God is. And I've made this mention. God is, he is sovereign. He is in control of all things at all times. He is Lord. He, he is of supreme authority. There is no one who has greater authority. Um, he has supreme power. Um, he is the one, Jesus, the Bible says, that someday every knee will bow, every tongue will confess, um, not only in earth, but in heaven and below the earth. Everyone will confess that Jesus is Lord. And the truth of the matter is, when we are following him as his disciples, we must understand that he is first and foremost Lord. Yes, he is our Savior. Yes, he has rescued us. Yes, he has delivered us from the wrath that is yet to come, his Father's wrath in a place called hell, ultimately the lake of fire. But the truth of the matter is, first and foremost, he is Lord. He is God. He is the God-man. He is the creator, and you and I are his creation. Well, let's look at the two verses that go along with number four. In John chapter 5, verse 30, listen to these words. Jesus said, I can do nothing on my own initiative. As I hear, I judge. And my judgment is just because I do not seek my own will, but the will of him who sent me. So in other words, Jesus is saying, listen, I don't do anything. I don't bring about anything on my own. I follow, and I'm in obedience, I am in complete submission to my Father. I, I want to please Him in His will. We also go over to John chapter 12, John chapter 12, and if we look together at verses 23 uh, through 26, John chapter 12, 23 through 26, here's the words that we, we read. Listen to this. Jesus said, answered them, saying, The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Truly, truly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains by itself alone. But if it dies and bears much fruit, he who loves his life loses it. He who hates his life in this world shall keep it to eternal life. If anyone serves me, let him follow me. And where I am? There shall my servant also be. If anyone serves me, the Father will honor him. Wow. Now, again, folks, if you take all of these passages of Scripture, and I know that I probably have not done complete justice to all of them because you need to, you need to study them. You need to just break them down and look at them, look at the words, and really take the time, but you will get the picture that once again, the first step of being a true disciple of Jesus Christ is submitting wholly and completely to God and God alone. It is truly following Jesus Christ and what he has told us, what he expects from us. And again, what he expects from us, he brings forth that which comes from God the Father. He himself lived it out. He himself demonstrated for all of us what it is to be truly one who 
loves the Lord your God with all of your heart, mind, soul, and strength. The greatest commandment. He's the one as the example that we follow. And has him being the Lord of our lives, he expects nothing less. And again, remember, a disciple is not above his teacher. It is enough that we become like our teacher. That is the goal of every Christian. We want to become like Jesus. And that's why in these in this training, in this teaching of discipleship steps, we are taking steps to become like Jesus. That's what we're doing. And I know and you know it takes time. And again, I have promised you that each of these podcasts are not going to be too long. And I could go a lot further and a lot deeper and a lot more intimate in the teaching of this. But I really am challenging you to take the scriptures, to take what I have brought to you so far, and for you to sit down, for you to study, for you to look closely at what is said within God's Word in regards to what we have learned today. Uh, Because I don't want this podcast just to be a podcast that's everything that Marty says. No, see, all of us, including myself, we're on a journey. And we know, based upon Scripture, that um, a disciple, you know, when we've been fully trained, will be like our teacher. I mean, that's what the goal is. I want to be like Jesus, and I hope and pray that you do too. But as I was thinking about this podcast and I'm putting this all together, I, um, I came across a song. I haven't been following um, a lot of contemporary Christian music for some time. I used to do it a lot more so when I was full-time uh, doing a Christian talk radio program. Um, but, you know, here and there, a song will come across. But, but I think this is kind of a God thing. Um, I turned on the radio the other day, and this song was on playing. And it really kind of hit me between the eyes, and I'll tell you why because I realize that the song that is playing, the words of the song, really go hand in hand with our first step in discipleship steps, which is submitting to God. And maybe you've heard this before, maybe you haven't. It is by a group called Consumed by Fire. And the title of the song is First Things First. Listen very carefully to the words All the things that I've held dear The vanities that whispered in my ear What would I do if they all disappeared? Riches and fame and all that they could buy I've come to find they never satisfy What would I gain if my soul's a prize? I don't want to love what the world loves I don't want to chase what the world does I only want you I only want you First things first, I seek your will Not my own, surrender all my wants to you Keep the first thing Set 
I guess as we listen to this song, we have to just ask ourselves, as a disciple of Jesus Christ, are we truly submitted to him as our Lord and Savior? Are we submitting to God in everything? Are we really keeping the first things first? Thanks for listening to Study the Word podcast. And next time we get together, we'll continue in this new series called Discipleship Steps. Please tell others about this podcast. Share it with folks, wherever it may be on Facebook or whatever platform you can, and let's together become more like Jesus. Jesus.